Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 71st podcast in Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Today I'm going to be reading another chapter from my new memoirs that I am going to be publishing soon. This is in Chapter 21, and these are the postings. I stated previously that I'd be writing uh, five chapters based on different categories in my blog. Yeah, my blog. Uh, This one is on my COVID-19 postings. The first topic I am going to discuss is most assuredly also the most time-sensitive and important one in my blog, and that is the subject of COVID-19. You would be hard-pressed to find one person in the world today that hasn't either been affected directly or indirectly by the COVID-19 pandemic. You'd also find it difficult not to find the person who has a negative anecdotal account to tell about the pandemic. Having made these statements, it is not surprising that I have devoted so much time on this subject in my blog. There is another reason for my focusing on this subject. While there is a plethora of information on this subject, most is erroneous and misleading. If you have spent any time reading my postings or my first book, you know that I have a fairly strong medical background, and I am also a medical professional with 20 years of experience. It is this background that has helped me sift through a large amount of material on the pandemic. I have done my best with all my postings to do the following, to be accurate, to be unbiased, to be succinct, to be current, and to be consistent. You will find if you read all my postings, I have been consistent in my views, something that very few people can say, especially Fauci. First of all, with the ease with which COVID-19 spread, it had to be airborne, not droplet. Any good and impartial clinician or diagnostic specialist could tell you that. So what does this mean? For one, only N95 masks will be effective. So any mask, whether it be cotton fabric mask or a surgical mask, it will be totally ineffective for preventing the spread of COVID-19. It also means that the six-foot distance was useless because that only pertains to droplet isolation. The mask mandate and the distance guidelines were about two things. First, it was about control, and second, it made people feel like something was being done making people stay indoors and in many cases bunched up like sardines served the same two purposes. However, it made matters even worse. At least ultraviolet rays from the sun helped to kill the virus. The most effective means to stop the spread was by doing the following things that I discussed from early on in the pandemic. They were nasal pharyngeal hygiene, hand washing and preparing a face shield with an N95 mask. If they had followed these guidelines, nothing except for bars and restaurants would have been closed. That was only because those places required you to take off your mask. Outdoor eating was actually a very good idea for warmer climates, that is. I want to make one caveat. No mask is effective if worn incorrectly. To wear an N95 mask correctly, you need some basic training and a sufficient maturity level to follow those instructions. That is why you're wasting your time on toddlers and young adolescents. Besides, prolonged mask wearing is unhealthy, especially for children. They also should never be worn when engaged in sports or during physical exertion. The problem from the beginning is that we were woefully unprepared for this pandemic. China, having advanced knowledge of the pandemic, cornered the market on personal protection equipment or PPE. This made the situation even more dire. What was the most unforgivable thing our government did was to lie about the situation. The best thing and tends to gain the most trust is to tell the truth and be totally transparent and tell people what you are going to do to fix the problem. Forcing people to follow harsh measures and continue to follow them even after they have been proven ineffective is inexcusable. 
Throughout the pandemic, I continued to post articles on COVID-19 and updated existing articles to keep the flow of accurate information active. In regard for government, big business, and the media all worked together selflessly, we could have whipped this pandemic in no time. But instead, we were at cross-purposes from the start. The left used it as a weapon to destroy the Trump presidency. Others used it to obtain immense wealth and power. The thousands and eventually millions of lives were sacrificed by unscrupulous individuals, governments, and corporations to gain power and wealth. Existing cheap and safe therapeutics were pushed aside for new, expensive, and unproven ones. Perhaps the most hateful, insidious, and evil action taken was to transfer patients that were recovered from COVID-19 and were still contagious to nursing homes loaded with defenseless elderly individuals. Those responsible should have been tried and convicted in a public tribunal. I created a category on my blog for not only COVID-19 articles, but healthcare ones in general. I had written at least 20 articles on COVID-19 and related subjects in an effort to disseminate accurate information to the public. Besides posting them on my blog, I have also discussed the subject in my first book and in a multitude of postings on Facebook and Instagram. I have also discussed the subject in several of my podcasts. In the following portion of this chapter, I will include some excerpts from some of these articles. Um, I've got postings, excerpts um, from several postings from my blog on this chapter, but I'm not going to read everything because, first of all, they're in the book, and if you want to really read them, you can read them in the book, or if you don't have the money to buy the book, you can see them and read them for absolute free in my blog. So I'm just going to list the titles when I read do each one of these chapters. Um, I read all the um, the ones from Facebook postings. Those were almost 100% of my own words. Um, I didn't do any copy and pasting except for a few things I copied that were of interest. Uh, but these, a lot of them are copied, and um, I'm not going to read them all. There's just too much. Um, but I thought it was important enough to put them in the book, um, and I did give credit to the original authors. So the first article I did was masks and how they work. And here I discussed um, the different types of masks and also the different sizes of uh, particles of bacteria and viruses and all that, and um, how these masks work. Um, and then also I showed an analogy, a picture of a chain link fence. Remember I discussed that a few times in um, previous chapters. Um, I have a table on here as well um, showing particle size and uh, filtration types and how um, effective those filtrations are with them and different types of masks and what size of filtration filters they have. Um, another posting I did is, is the vaccine safe? I have a, a whole um, article that I update on that. Um, it's about uh, the skinny on vaccines. And um, so is the vaccine safe? And I discussed that in depth as well. Um, there has been a lot of information out there um, that um, has been changing, you know, as we find more information and we have um, a longer time frame that these vaccines have been given. We have more data that we collected and as a possible side effects that have been incurred from long-term use of these uh, vaccines. Um, another one is the evil empire that COVID-19 made. Um, I discuss in this one um, how the pandemic changed the world. And um, let's see, I'll, I'll read a little short paragraph of it to give you an idea. Even though the COVID pandemic changed the world, it did not create our corrupt world. <clears throat> the building blocks were already there. 
There is an old saying that I have used in previous postings, but it bears repeating in this one as well. Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Unlimited wealth also does the same thing. Most people, politicians, go into office for all the right reasons. However, the longer they are in the office, the greater the temptation becomes to attain wealth, and the thirst for more power increases. That is why there should be term limits in all the levels of government, and that includes the courts. I think justice should serve only one 10-year term, and that is all. The more times you run for office, the more apt you are to become beholden to those donating money to your campaign. Nobody donates tens of thousands of dollars to a campaign without expecting something in return for it. I mean, nobody. So that's that one. And there's some more parts of it. Using fear to gain power. Um, so people are afraid of the unknown. And you can usually get somebody to do something because of that fear. And I'm going down here. And what is the coronavirus lockdown doing to the U.S.? It has caused a devastating effect on our youth in this country. Um, children are being isolated at all age levels. And um, teenagers who rely on socialization to grow and to basically talk to their friends and all that have been limited, and um, a lot of them are committing suicide because of depression. And with the hormones raging in teenagers, their, their lives are just all topsy-turvy. If anybody says they don't remember those years, they're lying. Um, so just think about being locked up in a closet the whole time for two years solid, and then you'll know what these kids are going through. Um, so here, I'm just going down and down, 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 down. And, um, and the final um, posting that I put on in this particular chapter is how COVID-19 has spread. Who needs who? There was a question about whether asymptomatic people can spread the disease or if you have to be symptomatic. As I always stated in my previous article about mask wearing, COVID is spread by sneezing and coughing. Little or no transmission is by contact. COVID-19 is a virus just like the flu. It behaves the same way. It is not the boogeyman. It is not possessed of special powers. If you have the flu, it usually takes a few days even or a week for the symptoms to kick in. Does this mean you are not contagious? It does not. That is how the flu gets spread so easily. You don't know you have it right away. Or because you are not coughing and sneezing, the distance for transmission had to be much closer and for a more prolonged duration. You have to repeatedly breathe in the on an unsuspected person like something you would do with your children or your spouse. Kissing someone in the mouth is a guaranteed way to transfer the flu. That is why your loved one or spouse always gets it. It seems to make a couple of rounds for your household before it winds down. And that's the same thing with COVID, okay? Um, what it does is that it tends to inhabit the mucous membranes. Um, it likes to sit in your sinuses cavity for a while. And just the effort of um, exhaling, inhaling, and all that can spread the virus. Um, granted, in those cases, since you're not sneezing um, or coughing at that time, it, the distances have to be closer. But what do you think they were doing when they um, had everybody um, st um, stationed in place, basically, and they all had to stay at home? They couldn't go anywhere. Well, they were in small, cooped-up areas, and you were, the distances you away from each other were very minimal. So well, that about concludes this chapter. I told you it's going to be a little bit different in my readings. Um, 
the it's a little bit more structured in the book, thank God. But the, the readings, I, I can't see um, reading everything. There's a lot of information that I included, even though I synopsized my postings from the blog. So it gives you an idea of the vast amount of information that I have posted on my blog over the last two years. I've been very busy. All right, this concludes this podcast. And until we meet again, you have a great day. Take care.